Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
doctrine is brought ears of thousands of God's people all over the world. Our God is worthy today. We have entered into his gate with thanksgiving. We are entering his court with praise. We are lifting up holy hands without wrath or doubting. We are presenting our bodies as living sacrifices. Holy and pleasing to God, for this is our spiritual act of worship. Corinthians 
chapter 13, verse 4. If you have your Bibles, turn with me. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4. From the New International Version, our scripture reads, Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. Verse 5, it is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrong. Praise the living God. Capital A in our outline, love is. Love is. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty and the glorious name of Jesus Christ, we thank you again today, Father, for allowing us to see another day. You woke us up today. You put food on our tables. You put clothes on our back. You put shoes on our feet. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. Father, we ask that you Forgive us our sins and our iniquities, which we have all so grievously committed against you in either thought, word, or deed. And we ask that you continue to lead and guide us in your paths of righteousness for your namesake. Speak to us today, Father, that we may hear words from your storehouse of wisdom that will help us to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Trust, Father, that as we are touching and agreeing, asking in the Spirit, as your people are tuning in in the four corners of the earth, may you give us a word, Father, that will open blind eyes today in the name of Jesus. Give us a word today that will unstop some deaf ears. Give us a word today that will bring light where there has been darkness. Father, as you do these things for us, we will be very careful to continue to give your name all glory, honor, and praise. These and all other blessings we ask and we count done. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, amen and amen. Capital A in our outline, love is. Love is. Now, it is very important, children of God, when we're talking about doing something, and I've shared this with you a number of times, it's very important to understand what you are doing. The Bible tells us that in Proverbs that in all thy getting, get an understanding. So if we are talking about loving God, if we are talking about loving our neighbor, we are talking about uh, loving something, it is important for us to understand what that concept is that we want to be a part of. You need to understand what it means to love God so that you are not showing one thing to God, thinking that is love, when God in reality is saying that another thing is love. See, if you don't know what love is, then you don't know what love is not. You know, if you don't know, this is, this is why studying the Word of God is so important for each one of us as believers. Because if you don't know what the Word of God says, or you don't know what God has said, then you don't know what the devil has said. So you are much easier to trick, you are much easier to dupe, to bamboozle. If you don't know what God has said, then you don't know what the devil has said. This 
is why God tells us in his word to study, to show ourselves approved unto God, workmen who do not need to be ashamed, but who rightly divide the word of truth. I pray for you under the sound of my voice from today. You will study to show yourself approved unto God, that you may rightly divide the word of truth, that you may know what God is talking about. Love is. We look in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. The Apostle Paul writes to the Corinthian saints and gives them a very, very detailed explanation as to what love is. Because if you ever wonder what the the the, the meat of our Christianity is, what the meat of Christianity is, you'll find it in those four letters, L-O-V-E. God is just trying to bring you and I to a place of love. To a place, that's what all the programs should be about. That's what all the vigils should be about. That's what all the study, all the money raising, all of the, the pro, all of the things that we do, all of the praise, all of the worship. It should be about bringing us to the goal of love. Love is the goal. Love is the fulfillment. Love is what our Christian walk is all about. Glory to God. L-O-V-E. I was in Ghana some years ago, and a young man came up to me that was attending seminary school. He said, Apostle, he said, there's a question that has been going around my seminary school. Nobody can answer it. The instructors cannot answer it. The bishops cannot answer it. The doctors cannot answer it. I want to ask you. I said, well, ask. He said, what is God? He said, Apostle, what is is God. I in the spirit, I immediately prayed. I said, Lord, what are you? God said, tell him I am love. I said, son, God says that he is love. The Bible says that God is love. He does all sorts of things. He can do all sorts of things. But the essence of God, the essence of his character, the essence of his being is love. For God so loved the world. We are saved today as a reflection of God's love. Every good and perfect gift in your life, child of God, is a manifestation of the love of God. The Bible says that every good and perfect gift comes from the Heavenly Father. If you are wondering why you are alive today, Again, it's because of the love of God. You're wondering why God woke you up another day. It's because of the love of God. And you say, Apostle, well, what does God want from me? What is it that God wants from me? What God wants from you and I, my brother and my sister, is he wants the same love back to him that he has given to us. God wants you and I to reflect the love that he has given to us back to him. Hallelujah. Somebody asked Jesus on one occasion, he said, you know, of all the laws and all the prophets, which one is most important? Jesus said, love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. On these two hang all the laws and all the prophets. Now, I hope you understand what that means, child of God. That means that all of what Isaiah was saying, that means that all of what Jeremiah was saying, that means that all of what Apostle Brian is saying, that means that all of what T.D. Jakes is saying, that means that all of what Pastor Chris is saying, it should be about loving God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind, and loving your neighbor as yourself. 
That's what that's what that's what Genesis to Revelation is all about. Loving God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind, and loving your neighbor as yourself. Love is. The Apostle Paul told the Corinthians that we can do a lot of stuff. Verses one, two, and three. And not be motivated by love. And Paul said, look, you can give all you have to the poor. You can surrender your bodies to the flame. You can have all knowledge. You can you can speak in tongues of men, tongues of angels. But Paul said, if you have not love, you are nothing and you gain nothing. My prayer for you under the sound of my voice is that you will be something and that you will gain something in love in the name of Jesus. Paul said, look, you can do all this stuff, all of these things. You can do all kinds of different things, manifest all kinds of gifts. But, but if you have not love, you are nothing and you gain nothing. Children of God, we are somebody in the name of Jesus, and we're going to gain something in the name of Jesus. As we operate in love. And then Paul comes down in verse 4, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4. And he says, love is patient. Now, if you ever run into people that are impatient, you need to know you're running into people that are not operating in love. Doesn't make any difference who it is, what they're talking about. If they are not patient, what does that mean, love is patient? That means that love understands that I'm not perfect just like you're not perfect. Love understands, love, a person that's operating in love, understands that the same way I don't do everything I'm supposed to do, you don't do everything you're supposed to do. Love is patient. Love, under, a person that's operating in love, says, so look, just like God is waiting for me to get some things right in my life, I'm willing to wait for you to get some things right in your life. Love is patient. Love doesn't have to every, have everything like my Nigerian brothers say, my Nigerian brothers and sisters say, now, now. Love doesn't have to have everything now, now. Love can wait. Love can wait. The Bible said that love is patient. Love is kind. Love is kind. Does not envy. Love is not looking at you because you got a new car or because you got a new husband or because you got a beautiful wife. And love is not looking at you jealous and, and envious of you because you've been blessed by God. Love understands that, that just like your blessings have come in your season, my blessings going to come in my season. Love is not in, Love does not envy. Bible says love does not boast. You hear people that are bragging and boasting. The Paul talked about, he said, if, if, if I must boast, he said, let me boast in the Lord. I want to encourage you under the sound of my voice. If you must boast, boast in the Lord. It says love is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. It keeps no records. Of wrongs. You say, Apostle, what does that mean? That means that love is not looking at you, and as soon as you make a mistake, love is not ready to go back and bring up all the other mistakes that, that, that you have made. Love keeps no record of wrong. Love will let the past be the past. Love will let bygones be bygones. Bless the name 
of the Lord Jesus Christ. Love is. Love is. It, it, watch this. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. Love loves the truth. Now, if you out there under the sound of my voice, now you say, Apostle, what is the truth? Truth is God's word. Now, if you out there under the sound of my voice and you don't love God's word, you don't love the truth. And you, therefore, you are not operating in God's love. The Bible says that love delights in or rejoices with the truth. You say, Apostle, what does that mean? That means you need to be rejoicing when you hear God's word. Not looking for an excuse to get away from it. Not looking for an excuse to go somewhere else or do something else. If you if you are operating in love, you will rejoice when God's word is being proclaimed. The Bible says love rejoices with the truth. Love always protects. What does that mean? That means that whether I'm with you or whether I'm not with you, you're going to protect me. See, if you out there as a husband and you let people say anything about your wife, you don't love her. If you out there, you a wife, you let people say anything about your husband, you don't love him. Love always protects. If you out there as a husband and you love your wife, somebody start trying to talk negative about your wife, even if it's true, you'll be like, hey, hey, hey you can't be saying, you got to stop that. You can't, you can't talk that to me. Love always protects. Love always trusts. Mm-hmm. Some of you all out there under the sound of my voice. I don't trust nobody. All that means is you don't love nobody. Let's let's make it let's let me let me explain it to you so you understand what you're really saying. You don't trust anybody, that simply means you don't love anybody. Mm, somebody didn't know that, did you? Love always trusts. It always hopes. What does that mean? Love is always hoping for the best. Even though you may be doing the worst right now, love is hoping for you to do the best. It's hoping for the best. It's hoping for you to come out. There's not a day that goes by that God is not hoping that you all out there under the sound of my voice that are not saved that you won't get saved. There's not a day. God is always hoping. Some of you all listening to my voice right now, you are not saved. I don't know what country you may be in. I don't know what nation you may be in. Some of you are not saved. Some of you are not even thinking about getting saved. But God is on the throne hoping that you will accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. God says, Robert, to tell my people that it is not my will that any should perish, but that all will come to a knowledge of the truth. God is hoping for you under the sound of my voice that if you are not saved, that you will accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior and that you will allow God to come into your heart and make you into a new creature. Love always hopes. God is hoping for you out there under the sound of my voice. Unsaved man, unsaved woman, unsaved boy, unsaved girl. God is hoping that you will be saved. God will hope for you to be saved right on up to the day he had to throw you into hell, if he had to throw you into hell. If you don't ever get saved, God is going to be hoping for you right up until the day you have to get sent to hell. My prayer for you and every one of you under the sound of my voice is not one of you will have to be sent to hell in the name of Jesus. Love always hopes. And love always perseveres. Love perseveres. Jesus manifested the spirit of perseverance by going to a cross and dying for your sins and for mine. Love is. Love is. Love is the most powerful force in creation, for love is the force that created everything that exists. Love is. Love is real. 
Somebody was talking to me uh, a little by a, a few days ago. They were talking about falling in love. I said, look, first of all, you need to understand that love is not a fall. Love is a rise. Nowhere in the Bible you see it talking about falling in love. You don't fall in love. You rise in love. Love is a rise. Love is a rise. When you are operating in true love, when you are operating in God's love, you have risen. You have risen. That's a, that's a rise, not a fall. Love never fails, verse 8. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Some of you all under the sound of my voice, you love prophecy. Oh, you go running here, there, and everywhere for somebody to, to prophecy. God said, look, prophecy will cease. Prophecy will stop. You love somebody to be able to tell you what your phone number is. Somebody to be able to tell you how much money you got in your bank account. Somebody, some of you all love that kind of stuff. God says that prophecies will cease. Some of you all out under the sound of my voice, you love tongues. Oh, let everybody start talking in tongues. You love that. You think that's really, really God in the midst. Oh, you really feel like God is in the midst. Bible says that where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Some of you love knowledge. God, Bible said where there is knowledge, it will pass away. But love never fails. You say, Apostle, what you driving at? When all of these gifts are no longer in operation, prophecy, tongues, knowledge, love will still be in operation. You say, Apostle, what are you saying to us now? What are you, what are you trying to get? I want you to shift your focus out there. Shift your focus from gifts that will pass away to love that will never fail. Is anybody understanding what the Spirit of God is talking about today? All right. Praise God. See, sometimes we can get our focus on the wrong thing. Sometimes we can start putting emphasis on that, which is not the most important thing. The Spirit of God is letting us to know that prophecy is not the, the big thing here. Knowledge is not the big thing here. Tongues is not the big thing here. Love is the big thing here. Jesus, uh, Paul said it like this under the unction of the Holy Spirit, he said, now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. My prayer for you under the sound of my voice is that from this day forward, you will operate and you will focus in on and walk in a spirit of love, that your reward from God may be full and complete and that God may be pleased with you. May God continue to bless you, children of God, and heaven smile on you. For those of you that did not make your contributions and your donations yesterday, which was the first day of the week, feel free. Just let the Lord know that um, uh, ask, you for, ask him for forgiveness, and uh, go on and make sure you get your contributions and your donations in. Uh, the Lord willing, we will see you all this evening at 6 p.m., May heaven continue to smile on each of you, and may God continue to bless you. Amen and amen. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.